Quite some time. It's been quite some time, Martin. Are we starting? Yeah, we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, buddy? What's going on, everybody? Actually, uh, uh, this at uh, this fine, beautiful Saturday afternoon but here if you're at watching in the future. But know, watching whatever in the future. day or time you're watching this on, or uh, exactly listening. Exactly. How you been, man? I've been, I've been pretty good. Yeah. How about you? It's been a while. It has been a while. It's it's actually been quite some time. Actually, it's um. Do you do you know when like the last time we did one of these was? No, I don't either. No, I don't. I don't remember when's the last time we did this. I have to actually check back on our episodic, uh, uh list, on Spotify to know when <laughs> when was the last time we fucking did this. Uh, yeah. So. Last time we were here, do you remember what we were talking about? I don't. I, no? I have, I have no clue what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long. Also, sorry for any background noise because we have the fan on because it's fucking hot outside. So, apologies for that. Um, But it's been so long. We do have a lot. We could probably just start on. from scratch, right? Could this be considered season two? Oh, so that's what you mean by start from scratch. <laughs> I thought I thought you wanted me to do like the whole like origin story again. Oh no. Yeah, let's start let's start <laughs> back start from, from the, the beginning. beginning. It's like if you if you don't remember, we uh we did this and that. <laughs> uh no. Um fuck. I honestly can't remember the last time what we had I think we had Trey on. No. Might have been Trey. Maybe we had I Trey, and then we remember. did one episode, and we were gonna talk about having some like some people and talking about. I know we were gonna talk about like movies and and particularly types of movies, like video game adaptations, and if like certain directors are overrated compared to other directors. But a whole lot's happened since then. Yes, a whole lot. And I fucking forgot that we sh- maybe we should have like put some notes in. Well, I mean, we kind of just did this on the fly, but that's yeah. kind of how we always do. But you know, usually we do this like, with the exception of a few episodes, we usually wing it. And um. But I mean, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we. And I do. think we should get the big one just out, out of the out, way. Just out of the way right now. Okay. Um. <laughs> so this whole Will Smith and Chris Rock slap thing at the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah, like he's banned for 10 years. Who isn't talking about this issue? And yeah, that was just that was just actually um, Was that like last weekend? Or like the week before? The whole ban thing though, it just came out today, didn't it? No, the ban was like yesterday or like today. Was before. it? Yes? Okay, yeah. I thought it was today. I thought they just announced it today, but that's God damn. Did you see the video of of his what his wife posted of Jane Pink and Smith? Uh-uh. Like she, she like Hold on, I got I got to show this to you real quick. Um I've seen stuff from the show like, you know, the people who are in like attendance and like the audience. Uh-huh. 
And it's like, Will laughs the jokes. He thinks it's funny. Then he goes up and does that. So I think Jada must have told him that she didn't think it was funny or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, like, so, okay, so let's start from the beginning here. Chris Rock is doing his stand-up, right? He's beginning. I, I didn't watch, just to be full disclosure here, I didn't watch the fucking I forgot the Oscars. Oscars I, I honestly, on like, I knew the Oscars were coming. I just didn't intend to watch it. And um, so I, I don't know if this was the beginning of the of the fucking Oscars or near like mid or the end of the of the. It was before they announced like the best actor and stuff because Will Will actually won that. Yeah, and he won the fucking best. And he he went <laughs> he up and gave a speech after after all that happened. That's the most fucking <laughs> insane thing ever that I've ever that I can. That I've probably last seen in the last like couple years in yeah. terms of like the like just live broadcast audience. Yeah, it's so crazy how that went down. Like so, Chris Rock made this this comment right. Like he was making jokes about he, his about. So he made a joke about that movie GI Jane, and I guess like the main actress in that is is bald. Uh-huh. So he made a joke to Jada. Hey, I'll see you in G.I. Jane 2 because, you know, she's bald as well. Yeah. And then I guess her or Will or both didn't take too kind of that. And uh, wasn't there like a clip of showing Will actually chuckling at that? Yeah. So like there's there's clips of him like laughing at the joke as it as it was said. And then I think Jada, I'm sure Jada must have turned to him or gave him like a look or stare or something. And then he just didn't he like just, it. I, I, I don't know. That's so weird because, like, you laugh at something you I would assume that the wife was laughing too, but like, I guess he's if you, I don't know how to put it. Like, he saw Jada wasn't laughing, and so he, something he it felt just like he had to do something triggered in his mind to make up for the fact that he laughed. He went up to the stage in the middle of a live audience in front of all his cohorts. I'm talking about A-list actors, celebrities, and just fucking slapped him hard and, and then walked back to his chair and Chris, he yelled at. Chris Rock took that really well, too. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know how what else he could have done. He could have done a lot of things. There was a tweet I remember saying, um, someone, someone saying, like, Chris Rock handled it so well because he could have embarrassed or set back the black community back 15 years or some shit like that. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. Cause he could have, he could have went back and it could have been a mess. He could have retaliated. He, he could have retaliated, else, but he, he just moved on. He, he could have canceled the Oscars. <laughs> it would have probably went out of like out of broadcast right then and there. If it was an altercation. Does, I don't think Will no definitely Will Smith did not think ahead of that fucking I, I don't action know going through his mind. of that choice. I'm I think, I'm I'm thinking it's Jada like gave him like a look or like like a comment about it. This I mean it, it speaks to a wider issue between Will Smith and Jade and, and Jada Pinkett Smith because like this has been an regular occurring thing for a while now and I just haven't been getting into it because I don't get into celebrity gossip or. Per- or you know a, a personality's personal lives, but apparently you know sh- that's everyone knows like they're in, in an open quote unquote open marriage, right? Of, apparently, mm-hmm. but 
um, something happened or, or something went down where Jada Pinkett was constantly grooming and talking to this young rapper or young performance artist to where they, they got into a, like a menage a trois and they actually had an affair. And it's, and it's kind of fucked up Will Smith's look. Like from the audience perspective and probably from him personally. Because he's he's never been the same ever since the, this controversy. And that controversy has been looming like a giant cloud over his head for years now. And it's just... It's his... The, the, the whole gossip has kind of overshadowed his celebrity in a very sad way because everyone knows Will Smith out of most of like most of Leo from his movies. But nowadays you ask anybody and people know Will Smith because well now not well because of the whole Well now because of like the slap. Yeah, I was like, because of Jada Pinkett's affair and now because of this fucking slap. <laughs> 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 like I didn't even I didn't even know he was in a recent movie to get an award. Yeah, and he was, was in a uh, King Richard. King Richard, that's right. And so like that's a great fucking I mean good for him but like that sucks because it's got overshadowed by his own actions. Man, and that's like so sad cuz for the years now like he's been pining people have been pining for Will Smith to get an Oscar because he's been his up in his game for quite some time now. And there's a few movies you could list off that he kind of is deserving it for in at least a nomination. And um, he finally got it, and he finally got it, and and it doesn't matter now, because <laughs> he's banned for ten years because well, he slapped oh, so, Chris Rock. Well, apparently, from what I understand, he's banned from like like being there in person, but he can still be nominated and he could still win. But like, he just can't be at any of their events. What's the point then? You know, you can't be there except your own award, because you 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 made a really rash decision. Yeah, I don't know. They, you know, he gets nominated and they announce it on air, and then it. I mean, what would you rather be remembered by, though? Would you rather be remembered being banned from the Oscars for slapping someone, or banned from the Oscars for raping kids? I. Um, those are. Those are <laughs> those <laughs> exactly. Are not even close well, to I each mean, other. What's that? That famous director. Um. Oh fuck! Forgot his name. Uh. 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 uh he. He was a big time director back in the day. And the the Oscars don't invite him anymore because he's he had sex with like teenagers. Well, from from what I understand, there's like five or six people who are like just banned from the Oscars. Yeah. So like Weinstein is banned. Oh, definitely Weinstein's uh, banned. Cosby, I think, is banned. Yes. And like, there's a few other ones. No, I'm trying to remember the fuck that fucking director. But yeah, like if you look at the list of people banned from the Oscars now, like Will Smith is that oddball because. Most but, of them know, are more controversial. Well, most of them are way worse than what he. Did. Yeah, they're 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 all way worse than what he. Did. I mean, physic having a physical altercation with someone on stage is very embarrassing to the academy. So I'm, I mean, I can see why they would ban him. For Ten years, maybe a little excessive. Perhaps, actually, no, that is excessive. It's not like he fucking did all those things that those other people did who are banned. Yet, that's a huge fucking ban. That's on. That's like he's gonna be in his what. 50s i don't know how, how old is he now i don't know how old he is i'm pretty sure will smith is around 50 well let's see here uh will smith age 
He's 53. Be He'll be 63, 63 by the time he's allowed <laughs> to come back to the Oscars. What the fuck? <laughs> and a lot of people will start pointing out maybe why did the, the why did he get such a, a large ban? Is it because he's black? Did, did the Academy subconsciously ban Will Smith for 10 years because he's of a different color? I don't I don't think it's that. I, I'd hope not. I would really hope not because that's a really fucking excessive uh, well, I mean, penalty. First, I mean, slapping someone's bad, but like for 10 years, is that, I mean, is, is that considered fair? Well, he has years on his ban. Everybody else is like lifetime ban. So like, oh, well, I mean, in comparison, it's still nothing. That's still a lot of, I don't, that's still a lot of years for, for such a petty but fucking. Like, but it's still, it's still you, bad. I think you also want to set an example to prevent something like that from happening again, too. I just hope if something, if like, if something happens and if it's more of like the more known, like white, respectable actors, they do something like you would hope they get just as bad as a ban. Because if they don't, you're going mean, to get like, controversy. This is the first time we've had something like this. So there's no precedent for this, you know, for sure. So uh, sort of. I mean, again, you have those previous. Oh, but I'm saying like, uh, like you know, like on screen, going on stage yeah, and doing something. Yeah, like that. definitely, that is true. It's a very big embarrassment for him, and and that's unfortunate. But yeah, that was a really bad, bad take. But what I was gonna tell you, I was gonna show you on. I don't know if you got on Twitter, but uh, Jada Pinkett Smith recently posted a video, um, talking about how she went to go see a, a therapist, a marriage therapist. For her and, and Will Smith, and she's got her camera on Will Smith, and Will Smith looks like he just like woke, just woke up early in the morning, or like he's just like like as if he's like a, a a really sad dog with his leg between his tails, with his tail between his legs. I mean, and he's like asking Jada to not film him, like just just asking her. Just is he pleading. in like a red shirt? I don't remember, oh. but like he's just looking real sad. And it's re- it just came out recently, like a couple days ago. And <clears throat> he's like, "Look, man, like he's like my 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 social present, my social media presence, or something like that is just way too way too important for me for you to like be filming me about this heavy topic." So, from what I understand, that's from like a couple years ago. Oh, was it making the rounds again because of the slap? Ah. So is it, it's being brought up again because, you know, this is their this whole issue. relationship, I guess. Yeah. And again, I'm not the one to get into, like, pre- people's personal relationships. To, to me, this is really fucking embarrassing for it to get out of hand like this to the public. Like, something so personal. And, like, they have, like, apparently they've had talk shows and in, 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 uh, actually specials talking about this, of them actually talking about this whole situation. And it's just really bad look. A really bad look. And so I don't I don't know how to like this it's like this this podcast has turned in from like talking about movies to now <laughs> Will gossip. Smith gossip. We're like TMZ now. <laughs> We're TMZ. <laughs> no, but have you seen that Chris Rock's shows have like skyrocketed because of this? Yeah, no, his, so, like, his fucking tickets. Yeah, like went the up ticket the prices roof. went through the roof because everyone wants to go see him. <laughs> I guess everyone's expecting him to talk about this on his shows, but like he he just had his first show in Boston like 
not too long ago. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any like material for what happened because it it just it like it just happened, and he's still trying to like process it. Yeah. But yeah, like his ticket prices just went through like the ceiling, which is yeah. I saw that. Crazy. I'm like, any but if anybody has won from this, it's Chris Rock. The man just made millions of dollars. He, I'm pretty sure he's thanking Will Smith. Fucking content. From which, I mean, Chris Rock has been peen, like pining for. Peening. He's been peening for. Because <clears throat> Chris Chris Rock's a peener. No. Um, Have you seen like the memes that like came out of this too? <laughs> dude, they've been nonstop. <laughs> they've been nonstop. To the point where I'm like, it's getting annoying now. It's like, okay, I get it. Yes. Yes, he's been slapped. Okay. Like everybody and their mother wants to be in piece of this. It's like, is there nothing else interesting going on in y'all's lives? So my favorite one I've seen. Oh, I don't even know if it counts as a meme. Uh-huh. So there's a podcast I uh, listened to. Uh-huh. And they were talking about this. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? We should do what they did with the um, ice bucket challenge like 10 years ago. Remember that? <laughs> And it's yes. like this is the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, I remember the ice bucket raising challenge. like awareness for ALS. Yeah. So I was like, we should have the um, what does she have? Uh, alopecia. Is that is that what it's called? Alopecia, the like. Yeah, the 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 thing that the chain the like the 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 skin. The thing that like makes her bald, I guess. Jada Smith. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about something else entirely. No, that so was like skin condition. Jada Smith has alopecia, right? Okay, like, yeah, yeah. That's why she was mad, and like that's why she's bald. Right, right, right. So they're like, we should have the alopecia challenge where we just slap each other, and it raise awareness for <laughs> that's alopecia. That's so fucked up. <laughs> so, I don't know why. <laughs> that's so mean. So at the end of this episode, me and Ed are going to do the we're going to slap each alopecia other. challenge. We're going to do an alopecia challenge. Although I, I am going bald, but not because of alopecia. That's just because <laughs> I have shitty genetics. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll slap Martin. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Hold that thought, Rook. I'm going to turn off the fucking TV in the living room so it won't mess with the audio. Anyway. All right. So Ed is back. He just went to go slap his dad too. I just wanted to go <laughs> slap my dad real quick. Um. But yeah, no. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Where were we at? Where were we? Uh, we were, oh, we we're gonna slap each other, and then I just slapped my dad. Yeah. To be quiet because the TV <laughs> was loud. Um. No. So I mean, that, that, that kind of that's kind of it on the, like the Will Smith and Chris Rock stuff. Yeah, like, dude. Where did you just, like? Where were you at? Like, this is the kind of I feel like this is the kind of event that happened where people remember where they were at. I was at home. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I was. I was. Someone posted on Reddit like the footage from the like, I think it was the like Australian feed of it or like the Japanese like TV feed of yeah, like, the be- Oscars. Yeah, because they didn't cut it. Yeah, because that one was like they kept everything in. Where I think here they cut out while like talking from the crowd. Yeah. So I saw it on there, and then it kind of just you know after that you saw it everywhere. Yeah. So man, I bet you Australia is not going to get a resyndication of the Oscars anymore. Because <laughs> they kept that shit on. Yeah, dude. I was I was home too. Next thing I know is my I'm I'm walking out to get a soda and I'm walking back as my parents have their the the fucking TV on and they have the Oscar on and my dad's like uh, my dad's like, I don't know where he's like, uh Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock me, huh? And I'm like, what the fuck? Ooh, <laughs> I was like, Wait, wait, I need some context here. What do you mean? Like in a movie? Like, what you, it's like no, what's, on stage? What's right? going on? At first, I didn't even know Chris Rock was was hosting the Oscars. Uh, so I was cool. 
shitty that his first Oscars hosting event was getting slapped. That'll be a th- something to remember. <clears throat> um, but I didn't know that, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I didn't even know Will Smith was nominated. So the fact that they were both at the Oscars and this happened at the Oscars was overwhelming to me. <laughs> and I just I couldn't put two into I couldn't process it for a bit. So I had to sit down and I had to like look online and let, let it lo and behold, it's fucking everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. And I just couldn't I just I was like just beside myself. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wow." Because so much has been going on since the last time we had a podcast, dude. I mean, it's like, because, you know, having a fucking virus infect you and almost killing you is just so niche. It's so fucking 2020. Uh, let's 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 start killing people across the world. Let's start blowing people up. So before we jump into that, though, I, I did want to hit on this that you just mentioned how you didn't know Will was nominated for anything or that the Oscars were on. Yeah. So like the Oscars at all this year, like you just did, didn't. <laughs> No, like, just out of, like, curiosity, like, did you watch, like, the movies that were nominated? Like, did you even pay attention to that? To be honest, to be totally honest with you, I did not. No. <laughs> I, did. I honestly have not watched much movies this past year. Okay. For, like, well, there's a few reasons. Um, One of them is because I've been playing a lot of video games. Yeah. The second one is I've I think I've been mentally exhausted about movies in general because I I mean I have a friend we have a friend group all they do is talk about movies because that's what they love some of them more so than than me like I'm probably like the least out of amongst them who makes movies and then people are like Ed then how why the fuck do you make movies you can make movies then and not love to make movies as much as anyone else right that's like, me though yeah i know like people who, like you've talked to me about movies like oh have you seen this or this or that it's like edit there's a shit ton of movies i've never seen yeah that i probably should see because you know i went to like, you're in the industry <laughs> yeah i was like but, I, I went to film school and i was like but that's the thing yeah. that's like so stereotype though right because you don't have to thing is you don't have to be in the movie work in the movie industry you don't have to watch movies to work in the movie industry you really don't i mean the people within the industry will look down upon you because oh you're not a you don't watch movies and what the fuck are you doing here and then but like honestly you can just like making shit just for the sake of liking to make shit even though you've not watched a and lot like, of other it, stuff. It, it, it kind of comes down to that because like I enjoy being on set and making something and then editing it and going through that process. Yeah, but like having me sit down and watch it, it's like I have to be into it or else I'm just right. I don't care enough to actually do that. Yeah, and it's like some people have other interests than others it's like people like to watch marvel and star wars and that's all they like to watch and that's okay but those other that'll be those other group will they'll judge you about it because there's more to movies than that which i agree but doesn't mean you have like doesn't mean that those people watch who just like watch those movies don't like making them as well right like doesn't mean it gives you the um you the excuse to kind of like judge them and like you see this in other like uh industries or like uh professions too so like there's there's a baseball player for the angels the los angeles team yeah and he's been on record saying i love playing baseball 
I never watch baseball on TV <laughs> or like I I never watch like my footage because right. it's boring. Yeah. But he's like, I enjoy playing it, and that's why I'm a, a professional baseball you player. You just like to do it. So it, it's kind of the same thing. I get it, and I get it. It's not like I like making or watching movies anymore. It's just I kind of just had this. I don't know what do you call it? like this just mental. Uh, uh, I don't want to call it meltdown. Because oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if we, if I had a mental meltdown, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like a fizzle out, like a like a over like a kind of like Just a burnout. Like burnt out. Yeah. Yeah, like a burnout. And I've been wanting to delve into different things to to that catch my interests. You know, that'll keep my love for making movies and watching movies fresh. And it's like I haven't been watching. Like I watched the newest Batman, um, and then I recently watched the movie called um, Wolf Guy. Fucking stupid, but amazing movie. It was an old cult classic from like the seventies that was made in Japan. Oh. That that's what I can tell you what I've watched so far in the past six, six to four to eight six months. four to six months. <laughs> 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 and that's okay. That's that's fine. You know, I don't like just because I don't watch a lot of art house shit or a lot of new stuff or I'm not into Igmar Bergman or fucking uh, Hodorowski or any of those other foreign directors who make those foreign films doesn't make me any less of a filmmaker. And I know there's a lot of my friends out there that'll joke and tell me, you suck, fake filmmaker, just to. <laughs> pinch my balls but it's whatever man and and that's fine because it, that's how it be sometimes you know so i take it we can just skip over oscar talk because i have i <laughs> haven't seen anything that was Bro. nominated or that one <laughs> yeah i'm unaware of any of that what would be the point because none of us did any fucking homework about it we never looked at we there was li- no too little interest in it and i think we made a fucking episode way back about that did we not um like we talked about the oscars we also talked about the fact that it's kind of like a fucking ponzi scheme and it's kind of like a popularity contest maybe i don't i don't remember exactly what we did on that episode yeah i have to go i don't listen to my own podcasts that much but oh so you're not a true like podcaster dude i'm not a true podcaster um yeah like and that's the crazy part but doesn't mean I have, I st- we still don't have our topics about said movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going through the Oscar list to see. You're, you're now, you're, now you're doing homework. Well, no, I'm just trying to see if there's anything that was nominated that I, I've actually watched. You're one of those, you were one of those kids when it was time to turn in your test work and you like waited like still a little bit longer at the very moment before you had to turn in your test, I was doing it as a, an answer, right? I, I was doing my homework as a teacher was going <laughs> was passing up and down. The, you know, like was the trying rows, to collect papers, getting all the papers. You were one of those kids, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like none of these movies. But good though. for good for Will Smith getting his uh, act. Uh, what is it? Was it supporting or uh, best best actor actor in a male lead? Well, good for him for that for finally getting that. <clears throat> Even though it like holds very little merit now, over his um bigger action, I should say as his bigger slapback, as we would like to call it. Oh, I I did watch Spider Man. 
Oh, that's right, that Spider Man. I didn't watch that too. That was nominated. Uh, I, I know Dune was nominated visual and got, effects and got a shit. It beat Dune for visual effects. No, Dune beat Spider Man for visual ah. effects, but that was the only one that Spider Man was nominated for. Got you. And then Dune was in a ton of them. Yeah, I know Dune had a shitload of nominations in terms of like the special effects area. Uh, I don't know who won editing. I don't even know who won who won best cinematography. I just had it up. To be honest with you, all I do know is that a fellow cinematographer in Hollywood got killed and shot at. Oh God! Is it wait, what? Yeah. What was this? You didn't hear this? No. This also happened while we were out. <laughs> uh, one. Oh, Dune won for best uh, cinematography. Yeah. Of course they did. Yeah. Um, Martin. Uh, a few months ago, a uh, one Alec Baldwin. Uh, was oh, doing okay. a movie. We're talking about this one. <laughs> yeah, was doing a movie. I I thought this was like yeah yeah. You believe different one? <laughs> yeah no no no. <laughs> yeah, another cinematographer got shot because we cinematographers are keen to getting shot at. That's just our way. <laughs> Did we not talk about this on the last podcast? No, dude. No. no. Oh god, so it has been. It's that been- long. <laughs> oh, I, di- I didn't realize it was that long. Oh, shit. I thought that we talked about this. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, fuckload of things happen. Uh, yeah, so the whole Alec Baldwin on on set stuff. That was in the... That was in California, was it? Yeah, it was in California. That was in, like... Or was it in Vegas? Nevada or, like, New Mexico? Maybe. I'm, I thought it was in California, but oh, it could have been in one of those areas. Oh, now he's going to look it up. <laughs> yeah, well, as you look it up there... um, Yes, one Alec Baldwin... Uh, was shooting a movie called Rust, and they're in the middle of like the desert in some like church or something like that. And he uh, apparently assumed or thought it was uh, a empty gun because the assistant director called out cold gun. So uh, I guess they were shooting in the direction facing towards Alec Baldwin. They were facing the camera. Yeah, and um. Malik Baldwin let out a few shots, which he thought were blanks and empties, but they weren't blanks and empties, Martin. They were fully loaded. Uh, dangerous weapon. Dangerous ammo bullets. <laughs> so I'm just trying to make light of this situation, and it's failing on me. <laughs> it's a fully so- loaded gun. Shot dead the cinematographer and injured, uh, I think, another uh, crew member. Um. So, from what I remember, and I'm still trying to find it on here, the cinematographer was shot dead, and the director who was next to her got shot was injured. Okay. So those were like the two main two main ones. Gotcha, gotcha. But like, okay, so do you put any of this on Alec? Because I don't think you can. No, man, because he was told it was a cold gun. Yeah, exactly. Cold gun. I don't expect Alec to be like a fucking weapons guru and go, mm, oh, this gun feels a little heavier than normally. Because we've been on set with guns. Yes, we have. We have been on set and with guns. There's people on set whose job is to, to look handle look the guns. Stuff. Yes. Safety. They're actually fucking war veterans yeah, who, we- who've, who've handled weapons before and they make sure yeah those guns are fucking not not loaded with anything it's they're either like unloaded guns or just fake bb guns or plastic like, weapons even if they're like blanks or something like those can still hurt you 
Yeah. So like, it's a good to not like directly Be- point them at yeah. a person, too. Exactly. Because like, I don't, I don't know if the shot they were trying to get was like a straight on, you know, at the camera, and you have the cinematographer behind the camera, or she's like off to like exactly I, what like the setup was. I'm are we talking sure. about the set on Rust? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she was holding the camera. Okay, so she was manning the camera. Too. I think she was manning the camera, or she was like right there at the camera. And I think he aimed low and it hit her right in the fucking chest or gut. Either way, people, they, nobody was prepared for that. And you can't blame Alec Baldwin. Like, I can't blame Alec Baldwin. And I'm assuming a lot of people are not blaming Alec Baldwin because it's the fucking guns. Was it the gunsmith or the. the well, there's gu- the gunsmith and then. What, what Does was, the AD get involved at all of this stuff? The assistant director is supposed to ha- like because like they're on they're on production for that for the while. yeah the assistant director is supposed to like uh, uh make sure like everything's got its ducks in a row everything behind the scenes so like yeah nothing involving like the actors. But and the thing is, the, the one thing you can blame him for is his blind faith in in trust in this woman who was actually the weapons smith who told everyone that this gun was empty and had no bullets and i honestly believe she is the one to be fooled and blamed and also given the the, what we've been hearing about her track record about being a gun-toting wild shooting mulligan um or was it my mulligan a hooligan like she's been apparently she's had a fucking bad track record with previous sets like she actually accidentally like had a loaded gun during one of another set. And what was it? Nicholas Cage or was it Nick Cage? Who just didn't trust it. He I don't know. Not- I don't know her exact like work history, but I've like how you mentioned, I've, I've read that she's had a bad like track record or bad yeah. just reputation for different short it's- films that she's been on so set for. My question is how in the hell does she still have a job in Hollywood? Does she? Has she done anything since? Well, Russ? Well, no, I'm, I don't know now, but like between then and the, on the set of Rust, how could she could still had had a, had a job? Because the fact, like, if you scare, no one's gone hurt. I think, I think that that's what it came down to. I mean, that's crazy. Because if like you scare Nick Cage, like my main fucking A list actor, I'm gonna make sure you don't have a job anywhere. Either that, or she's got like connections where she can kind of have her reputation be like forgotten about or I mean, like not thought about maybe. And that like just speaks to the, the entirety of the politics and the issues with filmmaking industry right now. Um, that needs to be shored up because that shit's unacceptable. Well, someone lost their lives because of that. Yeah. That's just such recklessness. You would hope they, they would have hired more like responsible professionals. She seemed like a fucking unprofessional person. So like there's a lot of talk on, you know, the, weaponsmith for this and all that other stuff uh-huh. but i also like like anything gun related or like weapon related i i still wonder why depending on who you ask you may want a practical like effects so like you know them actually shooting it and you get it on camera yeah but so much of this can be done in post yeah like this this could have been avoided if you just have a blank empty gun or, or just a simple prop gun that exactly can't be used like that exactly a rubber just weapon. do it in post a rubber gun there's there's no need to be doing that 
live onset. Yeah. No, like if it's like a point blank range, like in an enclosed area, I I don't see why you need live guns or actual no. real guns. I really don't. No, like, like, like we just had 20 sack where there's a scene where they're shooting at each other. Yeah. Those what like they were soft fake. guns that yeah, are they were fake empty and like there's nothing in there. No, no, we're, they were fake. We're we're, we're we're gonna do that in post. They were yeah, they were plastic fucking airsoft guns from what the like the toy store. Yeah, like the toy store. Like and like you, you can do it in post too. Like we're ex- we're so advanced in this stuff. That exactly, it doesn't make sense to do. And honestly, anything. in every gunfight, you could you could technically just have all fake guns. Yeah. Because, yeah, you said editing and, and uh, computer graphics, computer animation has evolved so much, you really don't need to old school it anymore. And, like, they do it on major sets all the time. Like, you know, I there, there was one with, like, Crim's, uh, Chris Hemsworth that I saw where it's this big scene where they're, like, shooting each other and there's, like, blood and fights. They didn't have any of that on set. It wasn't like practical effects. It no, was, it was all done post. It, it's the blood, honestly, the dude. Shots. Yeah, honestly, they still just use real guns just to keep those gunsmiths, um, in the in the bankroll, just so they can have a job to do. And it's just oh, it's so we can pay these people and to keep it old school. That's all it is. It's just really just old, just tradition that. And if you're gonna keep track tradition, make sure you're responsible. And you have actually responsible guns or whatever you call them who will handle the guns to do their job right. And that you look thoroughly into like that to their background or like how they handle themselves. Because that, you know, your your crew's lives or your crew and your your cast and your crew's lives depend on it. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Like we started off. The fucking podcast with two fucked up. <laughs> One was kind of more funnier than the other, but we just started up here. Then we and just, just kind of just fell off the cliff. <laughs> I mean, those are kind of the big ones that happened since since, like, the, yeah, last since the last time we did anything. Yeah, yeah, I mean, other than the fact that you know Ukraine went into war with Russia, but that's yeah, a, I mean, that's a whole I other mean, topic. That's like world, that's like world like politics. If you want to jump into that's that, whole, world. that, yeah, we can. But talk. I mean, in terms of like just film and entertainment, that's I think those are like the really big ones. Yeah. Um I I can't I can't think of anything. But then I also I haven't really paid attention to Well, I mean any of this stuff. Since the pandemic's kind of quote unquote loosened up on some stringence. Remember we were talking about the topic how, you know, a digital or or streaming might take over theater. Which still might, but it seems like theater's making a strong comeback. Yeah, I mean it are they still doing that one where it's like um it's like a home release on HBO Max but you also get theater at like the same time? I think so, but Are they still doing those? Not really, not with the most recent hits. Hmm. I've actually I believe um some theaters, some theater companies are are striking back on that. They're they really want to have the movies come out exclusively out for theaters for a prolonged amount of time. So like how Bef- it's always been. Yeah, before it even gets to stream. Right now, there's a that's a big legal battle going on. Um, those movie studios want to stream while releasing in theaters, just so they can get their movie out there and they can make their 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 dough. The thing is, they really don't want to pay the movie theaters a lot of a, a lot of the percentage, so they can make more. 
right? Because you know, capitalism and corporate, you know, corporate companies they they're always gonna want most of the money. So a lot of the movie theater companies are really fighting back, and I believe there's a, a recent law just passed where, or at least they're fighting to where you have to keep the movie in theaters for a month at least before releasing it on stream or on a video. A lot, a lot of the rest of these other smaller, uh, smaller movies, more independent ones, like, uh, like the ones with, um, which ones I still want to see was the Macbeth one or, uh, 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 licorice pizza. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. I still yet to see that. I know the, po- uh, not, I was about to say the polar express, <laughs> the, polar the, the, the one with the new, um, the French dispatch dispatch. Okay. I don't know if that one's recently came out yet on stream, but I know that the most of those movies have just been exclusive to theaters and you have to go to the theaters to see them. Which one do you kind of fall in? Like which camp, like theater camp? I honestly would rather keep them in the theaters because like, dude, like, I mean, I just, from my life, I mean, I remember going to go see a movie. I wanted to go see a movie. I wanted to go see in the theaters. Which one are, are you doing more of though? As of late, as of late, You've been just streaming stuff here to watch at home? To be honest, dude, I haven't done none. (laughs) Both both are in the same boat. (laughs) I've not gone out to go see a movie as equal the amount of just streaming a movie. I've been actually gone to see more movies in the theaters than I have been streaming them. Incidentally. Incidentally, because I just know the newest movies that are coming out that I want to go see are, are going out to the theaters. And I like it that way. If I had a choice, if you go see... You can either go see in the movies or at home. Yeah, I'd probably be leaning to want to go see it at home. But I'm glad that that's not the case. I'm glad I'm going to the theater to go see it with friends or with family. Because just something about going to the cinema is it's a different atmosphere. It's a different fucking feeling than you would watching at your home. It's just there's it's a different experience. And I, I mean, I, I get it. To have the choice of having to have both experience, like having the choice of having both experiences at the same time for most people. But sometimes that doesn't work out all the time. Sometimes it's good to have one thing first and then the next thing. And to me, in this case, it's going to theaters and then streaming. Like, would you rather have it the other way around? I was a big fan of when they're. They were doing both at the same time. Okay. Because I'm I I'm a much more of a I'm just gonna stream it at home because I I just like the comfort of being at home. Yeah. Now, movie theaters are you know they're fun especially if you're going with you know, family members or friends. Yeah. That's a fun experience. You know, you go out, grab your popcorn, you go in your seats. Uh huh. But I mean, I I don't know. I I just have that comfort of being at home and just being able to stream it at my time frame when I want to do it. So you know. It, and I think that's the Either way. that's the regular Joe's fucking yeah. preference, right? Like they'd rather go see at home than the theater. And I think that's a problem. I think more people would rather sit at home in theater, and that's killing the theater industry. Like no, like the less people you go are gonna go see the theaters, the less theaters they're gonna be. So in a way, I I get it where they have to make sense where they have to regulate that to a point where it's like okay, well now we have to gatekeep the movies to just theaters because most of you motherfuckers are too lazy to go to the fucking movies. And someone's calling me. It's this it's Trey. Hey. Oh, hold on. Let's 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 put him on on speaker. Trey. Hey, man. Hi, Trey. Top of the orange. 
top of the orange tray. Guess guess who's with me right now? And guess guess what you're guess where you're on now. Okay, can I make some guesses? Make some can guesses. Some hints. Uh, he walks like, at a like, con- guess who style. Like he walks at a constant pace. Jewish? No. <laughs> it's Martin. Hey, it's Martin. Hi, Trey. And guess what we're doing, Trey? You know what me and Martin usually do when we're together? Um, editing 20 sack. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> oh, touche, my friend. Touche. No, we're doing that. We're doing that other thing. You're you're live. Uh, you're. And I could only be peaks and valleys. Exactly. Hey, he gets it. Yeah, you're live on peaks and valleys right now, dude. You want to say anything to the audience? Of one. Oh, hey, audience. Uh, uh, uh. Are you jacking off? <laughs> I got He's, nervous. Uh, oh, I thought, thought you had a. I thought you had either an aneurysm or an orgasm. Well, on peaks, both. probably both. <laughs> hey, yeah, man, you're on peaks and valleys. So, um, uh, um yeah, let me. Uh, I'll call. I'll call you back later. Hey, yeah, we'll get back to you. Get back to me. Caller five, five, you're on. Caller five, you're now on. We'll talk to you. Go live. Go live. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, later. Have a good show. Bye. That was uh, (laughs) a a cameo appearance by one Trey Bills, everybody. Poor Trey probably had this personal question he had to ask you. (laughs) He's like, oh, I can't do it now. Fuck. (laughs) He's on my wall. I guess I might as well do it right now. <laughs> Man, that's like the third time we had Trey on this fucking podcast. That's funny. You just probably might as well be part of the third member. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh yeah, the theater shit. Yeah, like so. I don't know. I I get it. Like most of like most of us want to go see it just at home. So the theater's like, well, we're gonna run out of business if you keep seeing it at home. So we're gonna press a lawsuit against your favorite movie companies so, to make you come see it at the theaters. Do you do you think that does any damage in terms of how many people go out and like see this movie or like no I think go out I, and enjoy a movie. Honestly, dude. I, so, so like, if you limit the options, does that decrease like the exposure for like a said movie? No, not really. Yeah. I I honestly think it actually helps it grow. Really? Yeah, because. A like you know you like they did the old school like you uh you advertise it you put it out there I mean you still advertise it if you're yeah, gonna stream it too obviously but you put it out there and you you limit it to where to what to it's kind of like how Nintendo's been doing with their fucking video games and their MOBAs like they would intentionally hold stock so they would sell out make people want it more and people would buy the shit out of these fucking games. It's the same. It's the same like fucking psychological game that every company plays, where it's like you can only get what you want at for a certain amount at a certain source, and that'll make a lot of people want to actually go see it. Now, like, how about like when you hear the news of these really big numbers that like some streaming shows do or like movies do? So like, um, like a uh, Squid Game was like the really big one. While yeah, we were away, and like that did just huge numbers on like Netflix. Yeah, but, like, could you like match that in like a theater setting? Well, first of all, Squid Game was a TV show. Yeah, yeah. I know that. So, but I'm saying like that, like same like medium, I guess. Or so like Netflix is everywhere, and people have a shitload of access 
everyone has access to Netflix. Mm. But I think something like Squid Game, um, Stranger Things, right? Which is coming out with season four season, in like a month or so. I think it's season five, isn't it? No, there are season four. four? Okay, season four. Forgive me. Um, those are outliers. I think those are like exceptions to the rule. Mm. Because amongst those two, how many thousands more TV shows are on Netflix that you've never heard of? You know, it's and that's just TV shows, like let alone movies. Like movies and TV shows, I think, are two different, completely different well, I mean, mediums. You're starting to see these streaming movies get nominated for stuff too. Apple TV, yeah, for sure, so because they're good. Apple, Apple just won like the best. Doesn't thing mean they're picture. popular. Honestly, for me personally, some of these trailers I see for Apple TV movies, I wish I could see at the theater. And and I can't because it's exclusively just to Apple. Um and and it's like does that make me want to get an Apple account? Sure, but I would have to give up probably paying for Hulu or Netflix just to save money. And and it's like an exclusive thing. Right, it's exclusive, obviously. So you would, and that, that points to my my argument. Like, if it's exclusive, then people would want to go see it, and that should be true. Like, how some most of the Star Trek TV shows are just exclusively to CBS or to Peacock, and now there's, <clears throat> and now like you know some movies are only going out to the theaters. So it's like you got to pick and choose. But I feel like theaters is just something different in conti- entirely because it's a venue where everyone can go to. Mm-hmm. It's a venue where everyone can can get. And if you put that, if you make it's like, I don't know, man, something about the theaters is just something's different than the, what those other streaming services don't have. And I get it. If you want to see if you want to have the option of both at the same time. Great. That'd be great. But something has to give. And. One of those, um, one of those companies, one of those not companies, but one of those mediums will not survive, and that's the theater industry. And I feel I'm all for theater. I'm old school. I'm for showing shit at the theater first, if it's a big time movie, you or even their a, movies, regardless. You think it's the age thing, age gap thing? Maybe. Because like, we're but you're we're like ten years apart. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's a generational thing because my generation is just. All we knew is going to the theaters and there was like this big giant fucking event. When Jurassic Park was first coming out, it was huge. It was like this billboards everywhere, which are still there. But now you can just pop on your TV and when it comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. For my generation, you know, when that shit was coming out, you had a wait in line at the th- fucking theater <laughs> to get a ticket, hopefully. And they don't sell out. It's just it's just a different experience. It's an experience I cannot explain, but it's an experience nonetheless. And I, I I'm sad to see that experience go away. Perhaps for the better, maybe. But it's an experience that only my maybe my generation will know, and my gen- and the generations before me, and uh, the generations after. Just it'll be more convenient, yes, more easier access, but perhaps less fun, perhaps less memorable. Yeah. Maybe perhaps that'll actually put a stigma or even hurt the movie industry in in total. Because I feel like most movies now don't have the same umph or impact 
as they used to have. Are you talking just like general feeling or like yeah, like financially? Like no general a general feeling like <clears throat> like some movies look good, but they don't feel like grandiose as they as one would use to feel if they were just move like exclusives to the theater for the first month or so. Maybe that's just how I feel personally. But I mean, we'll see. We can only see. I mean, the numbers speak, right? Yeah. And current movies that have come out, at least the big blockbusters, they've made a shitload of bank. But in terms of the more smaller indie movies, like, unfortunately, like, I feel like either way, they're going to fuck. <laughs> they're not going to. They're getting fucked so over. So, like, speaking of smaller indie movies, I think. So, like, this happened while we were, like, away. But there was, um, there was I guess, the official closing of one of our favorite places, one of oh. our go-to spots. Yeah. So this this episode is dedicated to the film bar. Rest in peace. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Film bar. Rip film bar. That's I don't know, that's crazy, that, man. Jeez, yeah, I forgot. That's right. We the had film we had unscrewed there, unscrewed two. Our, so our yeah. last movie we premiered at the film bar will be fucking Alex's movie. Veritrum album. Veritrum album. Which you didn't go to. We had Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to that. Okay. You didn't go... Dude, you didn't go to our the, to the film bar's last fucking premiere. Yeah, that's true. Well, not technically the last. I'm pretty sure they had other fucking, like, showings after that. But, like, the did last time we ever So, showed. like, when you went to that, did it kind of show or feel like they were going to close? It kind of did. And it it kind of... Okay, so the bar was gone. The bar was gone? It was... Uh, actually, no. It was still there. The part of the bar was gone, like the other side, okay. like where the like they're usually like where you um sit down. That was fucking gone. The stools were gone. It was like an empty dark area where you couldn't enter. So only the front part was available. Yeah. And there was very little of anything you could order on from the bar, so it did look like it was on every times. Like hit. it was, it was going on its way out. It was in his death rows. And we were ho- I was hoping and pulling that it would pull through, you know? I was crossing my fingers that it would find its footing yeah. and it would pull through. But it's... So, like, is it... Couldn't. Is it just the, like, pandemic that just did it in? Yeah. Yeah, did dude. It? No one was going to go see movies at the pandemic, you know? That was not yeah. safe and not smart, especially a small little venue like that. It would probably be easier to catch the virus if you did go. Well, like... Ferrochem album was there, right? And that was was like October. Uh, October right? last year. So like at that point, were they opening up again, or like were they trying to get stuff done? I think they were still showing movies. Okay. Because they still allowed um, uh, Alex to premiere his, and it was a quite a, it was quite a bit of a show up. You know, shout out to everybody, all the the cast and crew and their family members coming out, and their friends. Because, like, there was a lot of people, dude. Uh, there was a good chunk of people that came out. And um, I remember Alex not wanting to see the movie because he doesn't usually like to see his own shit. But, I mean, after that, everybody was clamoring for him. They were all calling his name after the end of the the credits. And I had to go out and grab him and have him, like, sing a speech or something because that's what they wanted from him. He sucks at speeches, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, but 
That was sad, man. I, I after that, I, I had hope that maybe we would come back to the film bar. I'm not gonna lie. It yeah. didn't feel to me like it was its last end. I, it was more of hopefulness. Like hopefully this, it comes back. Yeah. Like maybe it just it was the vibe at that night because it was everything was so positive and <clears throat> it was such a cool. It was just a good night. It was a really crazy, like really awesome night. It was like the old feeling we had when we usually premiere our movies at the film bar. Just it was a more lively audience. <clears throat> Maybe it was like a bigger audience than they usually would have. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so everyone left like with with just good uh, good feelings. And same with me, I was just hopeful that maybe if they had more of these events, they would pull through. But it was not meant to be. Not meant to be, and it's that it's, sucks. It's gone. So you know, in the spirit, well, not not in the spirit, but to remember it goodbye. In the memories. Any any of your favorite memories that you've had at the film bar, dude? I have a few of them, bro. Uh, when me and 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 Casey like we're starting to hang out more, like we just be you know like we're just like two two peas in a pod. And when we first met each other, mm-hmm. he invited me to go see um, Eyes Without a Face, and it's a French foreign film. And he's like, "It's showing at the film bar. Y'all want you want to see it?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. I'm down to hang out. It's just gonna be him." So we hang up. We hung out for a little bit. We had a little date, a little oh, little, yeah. little lunch date. We ate some food at some this open. Um, <clears throat> it was like open a uh, 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 like lunch area. Yeah, kind of like Arrowhead Mall, but it was out in the open. Um, it was like right there across the street from the film bar. And then he got a ticket for parking his fucking truck <laughs> at a, like at the 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 parking lot. Oh god! <clears throat> yeah, that was funny. Then when uh me Seth and Casey, we all went to go see uh, uh the Nicolas Cage uh movie uh uh, uh was it Amy. I don't know. I think I forgot what the name of that movie. I think it was called Amy. We went to go see that movie. That movie was a fucking trip. That was that, a great fucking experience. That was at like the film bar. That was at the film bar. And then of course uh probably the the top uh uh. uh Memory of there's our first pre- uh, premiere of the first unscrewed movie. Yeah, I remember that. That was pretty crazy. The, remember we like fucking James Lloyd and Howard had like edited together the. That was for the second one. Oh, was it the second yeah. one? Okay, never mind. So the first unscrewed, from what I remember, was it was you, Hunter, Casey, giving like your speeches at the front and like That's the movie right. played. That's right. And like. That's right. When we all, ha- that's right. I made that meme of like, cause there was like a picture of all four of us. Fucking Hunter was the only one who was like dressed up to the nines. Yeah, Hunter was dressed up. He was nice all dripped that. out. Yeah, he was dressed <laughs> he was up. Nice the for only that. one dripped out. <laughs> In comparison to like you, Everyone Alex, else. and Casey, <laughs> he was just like head and shoulders above you guys for that. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> Alex was dressed like quasi nice. He was dressed formally. Yeah, Alex was like. Church clothes, wasn't he? Like, yeah, he had he had church clothes. He had church clothes on. Hunter's was like straight up like like red carpet stuff. Yeah, Hunter's. And then, Hunter's. And then, then there was you and Casey. <laughs> Casey had his regular like fucking his pants and 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 dress shirt. And, and then it was just I had the fucking what, what was I wearing? It was I was wearing just shorts and the fucking peaky in the brain shirt. Oh, were you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you were the bottom of the. I was just the bottom, wearing like, the casual. <laughs> Did, did uh, like the cast and crew 
do that too? I don't remember. Dude, I can't they... remember. I think some of them did dress up nice. I think I remember. I remember. Um, I remember the actors dressed up nice. Um, uh, 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 what was it? I took a picture with. There's it? there's a pretty good crowd for that one too. Yeah, I, I took a picture. I took a picture with a few of the crew and the cast. I think they were dressed up nice and. Yeah, I remember that, man. We had a big speech, and then we had that big old selfie. My brother and my sis- my then sister-in-law came. They were there. Uh, mom and dad were there, too, weren't they? My mom and dad? No, they came for the second one. Oh, they came for the second one? They didn't come for the first one. They no. came for the second one, though. Um, but yeah, they were there. Oh, everyone was there. Trey was there. I think Trey and Thomas were there. Yeah, like... It was, it was basically like a full house. It was. It was. It was packed. We were afraid at the time it might be over full. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, there would not have enough. There wouldn't be well, enough Like seats. I remember when you guys finished it and you showed like the final edit here at uh, your house. Yeah. Like, my place. You guys were just going over like, who are you going to bring? Who are you going to bring? So we have like numbers to give to like the phone bar. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I remember that because I was asked and I was like, I have a friend I can invite. It would probably just be me and him. Yeah, that's right. You just brought that one. <laughs> I felt bad for him too, because I guess you telling this story. Okay, so I guess either I didn't explain it right, or he just misinterpreted it. He, I think he thought it was a feature. Yeah. So he was expecting like a full like hour and a half or something, and it was done in like 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. He was like, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> I was like, oh. And then oh, after that, man. we tried to go to like the phone bar, but we were still uh, no underage at that point. It was the arcade bar. Oh yeah. The- Arcade bar. You, went to ar- so, you guys went to the arcade bar and saw the bouncer and just it, fucking notes yeah. We back saw out. well, we we walked towards the entrance and we saw him with his like uh, light, asking for uh, IDs. His big so, old light. Yeah, uh, so we were like, okay, yeah, like we're not even gonna try. Fucking we're just lithium. Just, yeah, let's just go. Lithium ion power ass <laughs> battery, fucking shining bright on people's eyes. Yeah, I remember that. That shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think that was my top moment because it was like not only was my it wasn't my first um experience at the film bar like i remember me and zach trussell released also released a few of our movies at the film bar oh at the um uh what was it called it was it was called the the fucking um arizona filmmakers skill contest or something like that or skill uh, it was like a highlight for like a bunch of. Local it was for a bunch of local or, Arizona yeah. filmmakers, and it was like there wasn't it wasn't even a contest. It was just like a showcase. Just a showcase. It that's, I think it's what it was called. It was called the Arizona Filmmaker Showcase, and it was just a bunch of kids from all around Arizona showing their film, showing their movie. And I remember me and Zach when we first released our first short film we ever did together. Actually, our our first short film ever. Uh, sixes and sevens and um yeah that was a cool time it was a good time but like unscrewed was your first like uh, uns- like you we rented it out to premiere unscrewed was the first time we rented it out that entire uh, like, venue. Oh, it was your own like private event and it was our own private venue and we had all our friends and family and crew and cast <laughs> there and that was such a most memorable fucking filming unscrewed the first one in general was just an experience i don't think you can ever get back it was like those first times as a filmmaker like you're just green and you're just having fun the best part of i have have two 
two moments from the first Unscrewed that, like, stand out oh, and yeah. like, are, like, my two favorites. Yeah, I was going to say, what was your fucking favorite experience at the film bar? Okay, well, I mean, I was just going off of Unscrewed. Like, these weren't at, like, the film bar. Okay. But, like, because you mentioned how fun Unscrewed was to film. Yeah. I've got I've got two that, like, stand out to me. So, like, one was when it was the first day of shooting at Alex's house when he lived over at Tempe with his uh, roommates. Uh-huh. And, like, it was, like, the third day of shooting for you guys, but it was my first day because I didn't go to, like, the first two. Yeah. So, I show like, up. It was, like, day three. I show up and I see Alex and like prior to all this, me and Alex actually went to school. We had like a class of each other. Oh yeah. yeah and then there was like this two year gap where we didn't see each other. Cause we just had that one class. Yeah. So like I walk up and like, I recognize him and he recognizes me. And he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm, I'm here to make a movie. What are the odds? And then I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, I live here. <laughs> so, so it was just it was just kind of funny because like I, I hadn't seen him since that class that we had. It was like a screenwriting class, and we just like <laughs> such a fucking <laughs> funny ass. Well, because like exchange. I never knew his last name either. I just knew him by Alex. So like you know on like all the call sheets, I didn't know it was him, and I'm sure that he didn't know it was me on the call sheets either. <laughs> it's so crazy to, to think that. You guys had such a cool bonding experience going, like, to school together. Yeah. It seems like you guys had, a, like, you were, like, close enough, right? You are friends. Well, in that screenwriting class, it was me, him, and this other guy named Saul. We were, like, we hung out with each other in that class. We just got along. Yeah. And then I remember after that class ended, he was going to do, like, screenwriting 2, which is, like, the next one up. Like, he was trying to get me and Saul to join him, and I think Saul did. I, I passed on it. And then I just didn't see him again until unscrewed, and I was like, "Oh well, shit! Now, 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 we're, now we're back together." It's such a fucking West Valley <laughs> thing, so bro. Crazy. Because <laughs> normally people would ask, "Why didn't y'all get each other's numbers if y'all were like that close or tight?" Yeah, I guess so. But, it, it was just like one of those things where we had class and we saw each other like every day. So it, like the like, like the <laughs> thought of didn't it matter, yeah. Never it popped up never until popped like class heads. ended, and then it was like, "Oh, I guess I'm not gonna see him again." <laughs> <laughs> But that was cool, dude. That was cool. I totally get it, dude. Like, cause I'm I'm the same way. I remember having fucking friends at school, who I never got their numbers, and it's just because it never goes to your head. It's like, oh, the whole idea of hanging out afterwards after we all graduate—that's so fucking foreign <laughs> to me. And people were like, "Why would that be foreign to you?" I just can't explain why. It's just you're just so used to just doing your own thing. <laughs> so that, that so that was like the first one, but I think my all-time favorite happened after like, produ- like it was basically like when we were done we were finished okay how's so, your favorite part is like no, 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 fucking no. over with <laughs> so i'm gonna explain it and it's gonna pop in your head and you're gonna know what i'm like talking about okay but this was after we had finished unscrewed and i was over here at your house early morning and we were waiting for hunter and casey because we were gonna show them like the final like cut yeah me and you are just waiting for them because they're supposed to be here at like 10 or like 9 30 or Whatever, like, the time frame was. Yeah. So, your mom made us breakfast. Me and you were having breakfast. And we're sitting there, just talking, chilling. Uh-huh. And we look at the time, and they're, like, they're still not here. Like, they're late. Casey and Hunter are late. So, we kind of wait a little bit longer. <laughs> and they're, they're, like, they're still late. Like, they're still not here. <laughs> like, <we're, laughs> like where, where the hell are like, Casey and Hunter at? Like, we're supposed to show them, like, this final cut of the movie, and they're not here. <laughs> 
So, we're, you know, we're just having breakfast and we're like, I think at one point it got to like an hour or like half an hour. And we're like, man, they're like really late. And then you left. You left the kitchen table to go back to like your room or something. And at that point you grabbed your phone because I think you had it on like the charger. And you had like 20 missed calls. From- <laughs> you had like 20 missed calls from like, from like Casey or Hunter. You had like 20 missed calls. Oh, I'm gonna have to fucking go. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna have to draw an enemy. I'm gonna have to draw an enemy. You had like 20 missed dude. calls from them oh. and like 20 like voicemails or something. Dude, they're gonna, if they hear this, they're gonna completely disagree with you. This being their least favorite oh, this is, moment. This is one of my favorites from just the entire like experience. But you had all these missed calls and voicemails because their car broke down off the. Off the like off like the exit ramp like okay. the freeway <laughs> okay can i make a fucking defense here that is not my fault your phone was charging that no that a his car fucking broke down no one could predict that except no. for fucking hunter he's the one who had his who's control of his car okay he's the one who maintenances it and shit so it's not my fault his car broke down all right i get i mean so that's not my fault <laughs> Two, okay, my charge, my phone was charging. It's not my phone. My charger can't reach all the way to the fucking table. We weren't expecting him for them for like another like ten minutes. So we had some breakfast. It's only till <laughs> after like thirty minutes. It was after, after breakfast. it became like very like suspicious that they yeah. were super. Li- they were super late. They were very late to the point <laughs> where like, okay, well, let me call them and see what's going on. Till I found out, I was like, what the fuck? I had like 10 missed calls, 50 messages, like 30 fucking uh, text messages. Te- like, I had like all these fucking uh, uh, invoice mail messages where I started going, where I just went, oh shit. And I, of course, I listened to them and I'm like, oh fuck. Oh no. I felt terrible, dude. I felt real dumb. Like, I, at that point, instantly, like, we went. Right, I, I was like, you, I responded you instantly. Your stuff, I, me and you hopped in like look, your your Kia, and then we just drove out there. We were only out there for like what an hour. So, so, okay, but, so. I mean, if I remember, this was like right before we were gonna premiere it, right? Yeah. So it, had, it was what like May or June? Yeah, so like the summer of yeah, Arizona. It was summer was cold. Yeah, summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh, yeah, an hour there is probably is an eternity in fucking Phoenix. Oh. And from what I like remember. They didn't get any help from like anyone driving past them, like except for like maybe like one guy. There was like one guy that like, stopped, stopped and helped. I them. feel like this is a story best told for them when they're yeah. Uh, like that's another sad thing. Like, <laughs> uh, not to get off topic, but unfortunately, I wanted to get Casey on before he left. I don't think I'm able to do that, so we'll probably never be able to have Casey on the podcast for the, like because he's moving New York by by the way. Um, to achieve his goals and just get the fuck out of this hellhole. But yeah, like, I feel like those are only their, this is their story to tell. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was my favorite experience. But that was so your very shit. favorite fucking yeah. part, experience part of the whole. And it has like nothing to do with the movie. It was just, it just happened during the same time. Just happened, the movie. It just was related to the fact that yes. we we're getting it prepared. <laughs> of course, that's your favorite fucking moment. <laughs> Oh fuck, dude! I've been trying to put that in the back of my head for long. Cause I feel so terrible oh, no. when I really shouldn't. No. I was we were enjoying our fucking breakfast. We're, we're nice it wasn't breakfast. my responsibility or my fault that his car broke down. <laughs> unfortunate, unfortunate <laughs> event. Okay, uh. and yes, I was ill prepared for that <laughs> moment to happen because it didn't cross my mind that you'd fucking break down. 
<laughs> but goddamn, oh, that was fun. Oh, I felt terrible. Look, the moment wife I knew the moment like we left, like we <laughs> yeah. fucking both got in the Kia Rio and just hopped and saw just them. Went straight home. Just seeing fucking Casey's big ass fucking body covered up in a silver like that, like, reflective blanket. Whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking got just fucking oh man, I was like that was enough to just get me. Well that and also like so like when we drive from your house to over there we're on the other side of the road. Like, we're yeah, going we the opposite, to, like, direction. So we, we have, have to, to drive past the them first. Yeah. <laughs> and then turn it around. <laughs> so I can only imagine them seeing us. But then we're driving past them. Because <laughs> we have to turn the car around. Fucking <laughs> 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 flashback just came in my head. Look at this. See Just passing Casey and Hunter. These stupid looks on their faces. Uh, just the most ugliest, maddest, stupidest oh. looks on on a couple of oh. friends' faces I've ever seen. Oh, bro, that was so great! It was such a great fucking experience. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was a good memory. <laughs> and, then, and then we came and watched the final cut. Oh, shitty for them. Good for <laughs> us. There's two poor white boys out there. <sighs> oh gosh, oh, I'm in tears. Okay, that, that that was a good tangent, but oh yeah, we can go. We can go back to like the film bar, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, that was. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a good way to end it off. There was that shit, but I yeah, no, so, yeah. like, but it wasn't your favorite film bar experience, though. Uh, I mean, Unscrew Two was a lot of fun at the film bar. I feel Unscrew Two was another big one up there. Oh, right? that one was a lot more, un like uncomfortable because I was the editor, so I, I'm uh, in the same boat as Alex, where I don't like. Yeah, but once you, I finish, I'm just I'm done. But didn't you edit an, a a good chunk of the first one though? I did like bits and pieces, but like I you was did the, the bar, didn't you? You did the 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 cafe scene. Uh, did you do the cafe scene? And from, from what I remember, we both did like two different cuts, and then uh, Casey and Hunter kind of mashed them. That's right. Like mashed the pieces that they liked. That's right. I remember. I remember doing <laughs> audio for that scene. Yeah, because there there was ADR for that. The, the audio was terrible. So I was like, okay, we cannot, that cannot pass. We have to do some ADR. I remember that. Holy shit, man. But yeah, like I'm in the same boat as Alex where like once I'm done with it, I don't, I don't, don't want to watch it, it, especially in front of other people. Yeah. So I remember me and Alex were feeling uneasy for Unscrewed 2 just because of that, yes. that, that feeling. So probably Veritrum album was something that you didn't, weren't looking forward to. Oh, I was, I was done by that. Yeah. Yeah, I passed. <laughs> once well, I'm you, done, I'm just, I, I just like move well, on. Well, you, you passed on possibly the last time ever going to the film bar, man. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if we go to the arcade bar, we'll at least see, you know, what's left of it. We'll see what's left of the Just film bar. Mourn and yeah, think that's, about it. that's so fucking sad. It's, it, so film bar was a huge dive spot for indie filmmakers in, of Arizona, the yeah. small community of indie filmmakers here. And like, I'm sure that's where you probably went to go meet these indie films. Like, if you want to expand yeah. your, like, network. I mean, I remember... Um, going to like for the first time meeting <laughs> Casey. Um, we were like in the first start, the first phases of, of of making Unscrewed One. We uh, I went to go support him and and watch his first ever short film. And uh, when he he premiered at the film bar, and then I remember after we were done, one of the filmmakers, she was this young teenage, you know, inspiring filmmaker. She, she's like, man, I really liked your film, Casey. It really inspired me. And I was like, wow, that's wholesome. It was a really wholesome moment, man. It was like, oh, wow, that was that was really cool. Like Casey, even Casey then had a pool 
a gravitas on towards uh, budding filmmakers like himself. And it was cool. It was a really cool experience to have, dude. You know, we'll never have that again, unfortunately. Because the film bar is gone. And you have to find another place or to show it. we just make our own film bar. We just make our own film bar. Yeah. You got a few hundred grand on you. We could just put in it, pour it into. Let's buy that bar that's down the street from your house. That, that, just turn that into a film that bar. That hick <laughs> hillbilly farm. <laughs> that hillbilly. Oh, that, I'm not a farm, but the fucking... It looks like a barn. It looks like a like a barn. Like like a barn that has like had its roof torn off. Yeah. Because like there's a, there's an upstairs and a downstairs. And it's like it's so weird. When you go in though, it's a it's got a cool atmosphere. Hmm. It's got a nice vibe to it. And they have actually good wings. Good wings? They do have good wings. Yes, they have wings. Hmm. Which by the way, we still have to do, bro. What wings? Uh judge wings. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like go and get lunch. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> too. We still have to go, we get, still lunch. Have to go get lunch. <laughs> we still have to get lunch. So, I mean, I think this is a good spot to end it at, bro. Yeah. We talked quite a bit about some shit off of the top of our heads. Yeah, yeah it was just on the fly. Yeah. I I think we touched everything that majorly happened in. Yeah, well, just pretty much, yeah, tonight. getting caught up to current events <laughs> and then a little yeah. walk down memory lane there. Um. We didn't talk about any of the topics that like we were we're gonna like going to think gonna you know, talk about, but I think that's I even, good. Because, I don't remember what they were at this point. Yeah, because like <laughs> so, yeah, again like those topics. I think we need a little bit more work yeah. to, to look into and to like strategize with you with. And then the fact that we didn't, I, I still need to um, bring in Aiden because he's supposed to be our next guest oh. for the longest time. He was <laughs> he's been waiting for me to like invite him. So oh, he's got to be our next guest. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Aiden is our sound guy for almost every film that we've ever done together. And he's just been improving. Sound guy, actor. Actor, that's right. He was in 20 Side. He was in 20 dude. I'm pretty sure he's got an experience to talk about with that. <laughs> we talked a little bit about that with him not too long ago. He's he's quit his job and just completely just has committed to doing sound sound mixing. So that's really fucking cool. That's he's, good for him. He's got some good gear. He's improved his his craft. Um, we just love Aiden. He's been there since day one for us, pretty much. He is one of like the OGs. Isn't he, he is the OG. Yeah. He, like he he was there on day one on, on Unscrewed. Yeah. 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 I, I honestly, I got, there's a lot of questions to ask because I honestly don't know who contacted him. It was I don't know if it was Hunter or Casey, because I I know he did go to to. Uh, to I would guess Casey. That'd I do know he went to SEC with them. That would be my guess. I'm going to try to call him and try to get like our, our schedules enacted to see who, when he's free and when they're free to come over and, and do some more uh, peaks and valleys. But till then, man. Yeah, what a fucking cool. What a good podcast we had. Yeah. A podcast and a quarter of talking. So um, thank you guys for listening, if you are, for lasting this long. And um, I hope Whoa. to see you. What? Welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. And I hope you've had a great, great day. A great pandemic. A, a great pandemic. A great World War Three. <laughs> hope to see. Hopefully we're alive for the next one. See you then. Hit the outro. Thanks for listening.